1: Nobody Panic, the second part of a two-part journey. Uh,
2: Come on in, everyone. So if you haven't listened to the first part, which is how to identify if you're a people pleaser, do go back and have a listen, because Tessa takes us through four different types of people pleaser, and I have a full psychotic break. (laughs) (laughs) it's a a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot going on for Stevie. So uh,
1: go back, listen to a real-time revelation um also it might
2: help you to identify oh yeah sure you're not just going to voyeur stevie through
1: it (laughs) i i had mine but i had mine in the car alone and uh i already made peace with mine um stevie's going through it and i suspect a lot of people will be able to identify with one of the four different types of people pleaser so do go back uh we'll wait for you oh you're back Thank you. Come on. Come on in. What did you think of that episode? We've never really uh, done it like this before, but we were so over time, we thought, yeah, let's just keep going. Um, Lots to say. Lots to say. So this one is all about how to actually stop being a people pleaser because we
2: realised at the end of last episode we hadn't even touched the surface of how to stop. And we'd got to like, (laughs) we'd got to the end of of time. But the, as well, it's, it's it's like the assertiveness thing where, well, when I hear how to stop being a people pleaser, it's like, well, you've got to be a bit. But of course, we're saying about like, how to stop being a people pleaser to the extent that you are, you know. I think it's not how to stop pleasing people or how to stop being nice.
1: It's, I mean, the title of her book is literally Please Yourself. It's about that focus. And I think we should maybe look at the word people pleaser Mm. as a negative. I think that would be a a helpful thing to unpack because once you, once you admit that that's a negative thing to be, then you're like, okay, I will try to change because if you're like, I'm a people pleaser and that's nice. then you're like, you haven't done the work about why you do it. And if it actually is
2: nice. Which feels like the type one person of being like um, the classic people pleaser of being like, well, what's not everyone likes the dinner that I p- put on? Everyone likes the party I did. Everyone likes the drinks place I chose. So, what what could be possibly bad? And I suppose it's quite difficult. Yeah, you have to see it as negative, otherwise it, you. So it it just um the cycle just continues forever. Yeah, the classic people pleaser. Their thing is self esteem is replaced by
1: others esteem. And so you have to see that as a negative thing, otherwise you get lost in there. You, the host, has been completely lost within the context of like, wasn't this a good party? Be like, yeah, but it wasn't about them. And he's be like, yeah, it is about you, not just not me first, but me too. Like I should be part of this. Um, and the second type of person is the shadow people pleaser. If you've seen the Julie Walters and Victoria Wood comic relief, have not? Special where? <laughs> Julie Walters. Uh Julie Walters takes up um it's so funny. It might not even be comic relief. Julie Walters is a sort of plays a version of herself. Victoria Wood plays a version of herself and Julie is a sort of famous actress going around the country being so bad at everything. She's like, she's awful. And um she goes on straight to come dancing and she can't like you know, it's it's very funny. But Victoria Wood is an absolute shadow pleaser and she doesn't have any life whatsoever. Her life is just in service mm. of Julie Walters. And, you know, and while that's a noble and honourable thing, it's like, is it? Or did R- Victoria Wood yes, not get a life out of You this? can do both. You can know, help so somebody like, you- and also have your you own thing both. going on as well. And also have your own thing going on. Your life should not be defined by how good you are to other people. Um, and then the pacifier people pleaser, which is the keeping everyone happy. Every- if everyone's fine, then that's fine. And I don't need an opinion as long as the group is happy. And then Stevie in the resistor people pleaser, convinced they'll never be able to please yes like avoid. Effort. So let's um, go through. So how can yeah. we,
2: how can we fix so, this ill?
1: So firstly, I think, think of somebody in your life who is a people pleaser, either Victoria Wood, either <laughs> everyone's friend, Victoria Wood, either like a character that you've seen on the telly, if you're struggling to find someone in your real life, like either a fictional character, but then find one in your real life, or maybe there's somebody who always does it to you. And really have a look and be like ah yeah okay I get it I think that's what they're doing and I think that's why they're doing
2: it and then be like yeah it's annoying this is the thing I was going to say is that actually it's sometimes quite difficult to identify a people pleaser because uh, so I've got a friend who is adorable but um the people pleasing doesn't come off like she's trying to Please the people, I.e. me, it comes off like she's just a bit too much, and and I feel like I have to do so much of the heavy lifting when we're hanging out because I have to sort of figure out where we're going, I have to like book the place. Also, I leave feeling like I've talked too much and I've given, and she's just asked lovely questions about me, and I leave being like, oh, I was horrible, I didn't ask enough, and I'm like, no, I. Did ask? She just deflected and didn't because it's. Oh, I'm not interesting. Let's all like this. And and you feel you actually feel quite. I feel quite drained and quite exhausted after seeing her. Sometimes this. Sometimes sometimes it's great because she is lovely. But it was only very very late on that I was like, you know, I've known her for years and years and years. Only very very recently that I was like, oh. It's coming from a people pleasing. I didn't think people pleasing, but it's coming from a good place. And now we're doing this. I'm like, oh yeah, she's she's a people pleaser. So maybe that is a yeah to look out for like, with someone else as well. Yeah, and it also is that's annoying. Very, and it is like, an, okay. He's how he's does annoying. it actually make you
1: feel when you're on the receiving yeah. end
2: of it? And then you're like, ah, oh,
1: okay, that is annoying. So when you do it, you think this is lovely and people like it, and I'm making it easy for people by not choosing the place or blah blah blah, or I don't want to be a bother or having no opinions as well. Be like, oh yeah, that's great. Oh amazing. <laughs> Agree. Yeah, I, time. I just agree with you being like what did you think of the film I agree with that rather than and then when it happens to you you're like no I wanted I wanted I didn't want affirmation of my opinion I wanted to have a discussion mm. about it like it's okay like we can disagree and talk about it that's what conversation is and and so when you can identify that in someone else you're like oh, okay me and my friend Kat are both terrible uh, housemate cat everyone remembers housemate cat um terrible people pleasers. and we tried to go for a drink last week and we ended up just on the street hugging each other <laughs> being, being like eventually we just had to we just had to um play a game where we were going to like walk 10 steps and then just like the first thing we could see we were just going to go in because we were both so bad at being the one who chooses mm. the place because we don't want to get it wrong Um, uh, fear of getting it wrong Um, think the other person will always have a better idea think our ideas are bad don't want to choose a place and when we get there everyone say this is the worst place why have we come here etc etc and both of us terrible pacifiers and are like oh not to worry as long as everyone's happy so therefore whenever we have to see each other we're like and we be we we're good. We're able now to identify our problems and we laugh about it, but we are so bad at it. So if you have a person in your life that you can laugh with, they can be your practice person for you to be like, okay, here's the deal. Next, you're going to alternate who's going to choose. And next time you're going to be the person and you say, and you just, just, you decide the date and you say what we're doing and you don't even ask me what I'm doing and you don't do it to try and make me happy. You decide what you would like to do
2: for the evening and then we d- mm. and then we do it the problem is is that when you come up against um someone who also is a dick then that can set back a people pleaser i imagine that like the pacifier the mm, of course people pleaser. so much because for example i know somebody who is like that and their friends were like coming their, their friends that like, live kind of all over the uk and they were coming to to london specifically to do something and he was like, "Oh, well, there's like a pub down the road that just like because me and him have gone there quite a few times to have lunch and stuff, and it's very nice." And then something was like, "Oh, that looks like no, the, the 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 options aren't basically people just like slamming the truck. And it was like, "Okay, it was just supposed to be like a casual like yeah. thing, why?" And then of course, then the people pleaser goes, "Oh, my my idea," I was ruined stupid. It. And, and so the and next you, time, I'm like, I won't do I that. Won't say you will not They've been. Over, like, they've been weirdly specific about yeah. what, like, gastro they go to. And it's so hard to put it on the other person. But if you, the more you do it, I suppose, the easier it it, it is. I remember someone saying to me once about, like, just like how important it is. I mean, it was my therapist, but I just feel like I've said my therapist so many times in this, in the previous episode that I can't say it now, but I will. And um, she's just like, sometimes people aren't nice. And I was like, yes, I know that. And she's like, well, you literally never. <laughs> act like you know that. You always, you will just, I will justify why it's always, oh, I probably could have been better at and facilitating that. Or I, but it's actually, sometimes people are just like a bit, they're a bit of a dick and you kind of go, oh, you didn't need to be a bit like a dick about that. Like I just, I suggested this thing. So this is the most important thing. Begin
1: in your safest circle. So if you identify your life as like right in the center, like here are the people that you would, your boss maybe, or a person in your life who you never managed to get it right with or whatever. And then, you know, the relationships that matter the most to you and who you most fall into your people pleasing habits with. And then outside that it's like um, colleagues and then like neighbors and then like uh, passing people, strangers, people you passed in the supermarket and you're going to practice with your so you don't start with being like I chose the restaurant for my boss and I don't care if they didn't it was for me you start in the supermarket and you practice there and if it's like two of you are going for the last loaf of bread and your instinct is to be like you have it because you're a nice person but also because you're like secret little hit of being like I'm a nice person and then you're like I shall steal the bread I mean obviously if it's like you know (laughs) obviously you're very sort of like D- Disney's Aladdin.
2: Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I still wouldn't take the bread. I would be like, "Yeah, you have yeah. it. I don't care." But like, what about like, like? So, for example, we've got like in my world, it would be my family. Mm-hmm. I've no problem. Or like, I do still, but it would be easy for me to be like, "Hey, should we do this or shall we?" With them, because I don't. I feel safe with them. Okay. Like, you will have people that. So you could start like suggesting things with people that you feel safe with rather than maybe fighting over bread? I would
1: say you still want to, even before you get to your family, I would still have some practices in the bread aisle. You know, just having practices, right. sort of like standing up for yourself a little bit more and being like, I will. I just want to start a fight because nothing really ever happens in the supermarket to me. <laughs> All right, just in your day-to-day life, just sort of being yes. like, yeah, I, Right, if you're always like, no, go ahead of me in the queue. Or if you're always at the bar, and be like, they yes. were here first, even yes. if they weren't. Like, just be like, huh, just identify in your day-to-day life take a little time with yourself being like, huh, okay, this is how often I automatically put somebody else ahead of me. Then move to the people that you feel like safest and and upfront tell them, being like, I've listened to this wild podcast. (laughs) It got out of hand. And I'm now practicing this people pleasing thing. So, or trying to stop being a people pleaser, which I now know is a negative word. So would it be okay? So this is what I'm going to be doing. And so you can stop me if I say, no, you choose or whatever. Just like tell them what you're Mm. doing and then work up to the people who you don't, say in advance that you're going to do this thing. So you haven't mentioned to your colleagues or your boss or whatever relationship or your friend that you, you know, you always do what they want to do. And now you're like, okay, I'm not told them this is what I'm doing behind the scenes. I'm simply making the decisions and I'm choosing and I'm going ahead. And so it's based about giving yourself permission to have an impact on other people and leave the responsibility of this impact with them. Which sounds like it sounds like you're like, I shout on the floor and it's up to you, but it's not. And if that (laughs) and if those words make you feel like, oh, that sounds like a bad person, be like, yes, because you're just like crouched in the corner. Be like, I mustn't do anything that impacts other people. It doesn't have to be negative. It's like we're doing this this evening. I'm doing this. Do you want to come? Like, this is where I chose. Be like, you don't have to be responsible for everybody around you. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go to the sea? There isn't a finite amount of pie. Everyone is allowed to have a good time here. And it's like, if you have yeah. a good time, they don't. No, we can all just have a good time. If there's like a sharing thing on the menu and people are like, should we get some of these? I'm like, yeah, even though I wanted the potatoes, you know? And now increasingly Absolutely. I'm like, I'm going to buy myself a side of mash. Anyone's welcome to it, but I really want mashed potato. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my yes. God, lovely. I'd love some mashed potato. And I was like, oh great. And I, but I bought the mashed potato for myself. And so increasingly be like you know what listen no one's saying it's not weird to have a side of mashed potato but i really want it that's what i'm having and everyone's like god i respect that so much and then other people are like do you know what i'd really like actually just one padron pepper and then you're like one pea, just yeah. one pea please are like people are like i'd actually like this quite weird thing off the menu and suddenly so you're like great now we're a bunch of freaks having some weird shit off the menu rather than everyone yes. being like would you like bread and then trying to be like is bread what you like is it? And then everyone, and I couldn't possibly get it. I don't I want, want it. it, but I remember you like bread. So would that make you happy? Just do you want a padron pepper? You know, just, just yes. you fry your, and it'd be like, and that is so exciting when you do meet people. It's, it's, it's quite exhilarating being in the wake of someone who's like, I like this. So
0: I got it. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Okay, baby. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
1: Okay, a couple of more things. Uh, If you receive a text to be invited to something that you do not want to do or occasionally (sighs) literally know that you cannot do but do not want to Mm. let them down. And even though you look in your calendar and you think, oh, fuck, I've got to be at that. I can't even go. And you say like, oh, lovely. And then you think, why the hell did I say that? And so it's like in that moment, you wanted to make them happy. And then you're like, now I'm just carrying around this albatross around my neck of the time I said, is that even right? An albatross? Whatever well, it's around your neck. And, now. It is. and it's like, I said I could go and now I have to get out of it. I'm going to, they're going to be so cross. I let them down. Just, so just these, what you're going to do is when you are uh, asked anything, invited to something asked, what do you want for dinner? Would you like, what are these? Do you want mashed potato? Any, like, what do you think of the film? What did, what are, uh, what is your truth? you are going to take 10 seconds. You probably won't make it to 10, but you're going to be like, I don't answer straight away. I have a little reset, so I don't do my automatic thing, which is whatever you want, or lovely, or what did you think? Or doesn't bother me. You think, hmm, okay, 10 seconds. You think, 10 seconds? Everyone will think I've had a stroke. No, they'll just be like, she's having a think. You have a think, you reset your mind away from your automatic response, and then you th- and then you say your actual truth. So if you receive a text, mm. something, if you can't go, you say, oh, that sounds great. I'm so sorry I'm busy, which is the truth. Or let me get back to you a bit closer to the time. Let
2: me check my diary. Let is me my check one your diary like? yeah. is a
1: perfect way of being like, just buy yourself a little bit more time to build up to the, I'm really sorry, I can't. Or I simply don't want to do that. You know, there's something very freeing
2: about obviously if somebody, Well, hang on, you say this to the person, I simply don't want to do that. If For certain circumstances...
1: And obviously this is advanced black belt I stuff. So let's not begin here because you don't, you know, not for you. <laughs> but like at some point, point, two good friends, there is something very freeing about being like, I don't want to do that, you know?
2: Oh, that is true. Well, there has been situations where there'll be parties and it's people that I'm just a bit like, I don't really like. Or like, they're, they're scary. Mm-hmm. They're scary people. And then my friends be like, actually it happened the other day my friend was going to a party I was meeting someone and then afterwards they'd been invited to this party that I'd been invited to because all those are cool people and he's like do you want and I was like oh well I'm invited and he's like doesn't matter you could be my chaperone and I was like I don't want to go because they frightened me and he's like "Well, okay that's fair enough
1: <laughs> and again like we've really made a mess of ourselves here that we are our instinct when someone says I don't want to do that is to be like why it's like they shot someone like
2: you don't like me it's okay to say you don't
1: want to do things or what you do and don't like and it is not done in a dickish way it's simply you having taking ownership of what you do and don't like and the more we do Mm. this podcast i'm literally like what the hell is going on? That here you and I yeah. both are spiraling around the idea of saying what you do and don't like in public. Like
2: this is I know. this
1: is nuts. And so you know you just need to get yourself to a place where you can politely and and friendlyly say like oh I really don't want to do that, thank you. Um or I let's do this or w- we could do something else. Yeah, or whatever. And and just taking ownership of your things rather than just being you're basically making yourself a passenger in your own life. Um, yes, and also
2: it is. think is i feel like it's valid to if you never get to the place of being able to be like i simply don't want to do that because even though it's mad that is kind of like like top tier god tier business as long as i think what's so just what's more disturbing is that we're not able to say that to ourselves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like as long as you're able to say to yourself oh i don't want to do that okay and I'll, i'll just say i can't that's fine because then you you are at least at the level where you are not doing something you want to do. I've got a friend who is still not told, a mutual friend, that like, she's been invited to a wedding. There's a wedding the same day in another country. And she's told both of them she's
1: going. We've got a disproportionate amount of guilt. That happened to me last year. I had two weddings on the same day, had said yes to both. And I remember walking around the park, I was walking across the park and I had to like stop. And I was like, I think I'm gonna be sick. Like that was how much the guilt had like eaten me up inside. And then when I told my friend I couldn't come to hers, she was like, oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Oh, well, Uh, that was the end. You know, like... Yeah. And all, like, there was no repercussion. And it was fine. And I've made myself physically sick. We have got to get out of this pattern. Okay, two more things. Yes. We're going to break out of the prison of praise. If for you, <laughs> praise is a prison. Praise is not all it's cracked up to be. And it teaches you to keep behaving in the way that other people find acceptable or easy. So if people keep being like, oh, Tessa won't mind. then you're like, Great, everyone, Tessa won't mind, you know? You get into this habit. a uh, Stevie doesn't want to go to the sea. You, you get into a habit of people thinking things about you that are not the case because that's what you've got yourself into the habit yeah, of.
2: Yeah, so then you 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 start playing the role more because you're like, not only is that what I've, I've done, that's now what's expected of me. You have to give up the
1: hit of praise that we get when we please people. So you've literally become addicted to praise that people give you when you do it well you got to give it up
2: how do you do that because when you're trying to break a habit what I found interesting is how you can't really break a habit until you genuinely get some a bigger kick of not doing the thing than Mm -hmm. you do of doing it so maybe that works here like every time you are able to assert your opinion or whatever your particular signs are of people pleasing that are detrimental every time you so for me it would be like doing the thing that I'm sort of worried that I, cause I'm a, I'm a resistor one. So like, so I resist people pleasing because I think I won't be able to do it. Actually giving the birthday present or turning up at the thing and or saying no to, to the thing or whatever it is. I suppose it's about, relishing in what you get from that and once that is more beneficial to you and it feels feels better than just the the praise and then you having to do the thing you don't want to do Mm -hmm. then the scales will tip is that kind of i think that's
1: a hundred percent it stevie i think it's just about being like identifying where you might get the praise being like ah yeah there it is and then being like okay i'm gonna get something else i'm gonna get a lovely hit from doing a thing i wanted to do i think it's like so say that you Um, people say, we're going to go do this. Do you want to come? And your instinct is to be like, no, because I won't be fun. And then you say, yes, I will come. And then people maybe might say to you, God, you were fun, Stevie. And then you might be like, I was fun. And then you'd be like, no, thank you. That's very nice. But I'm not here because you think I was fun. I'm here because I'm having a fantastic time at Stonehenge. I'm having rather than what you think of me. Mm. So it's just about... Listening to other people's opinions and them not having so much effect on you, and you just constantly being like, "Hmm, what do I want out of this?" And it leads us into the the final thing and the biggest thing, which is finding replacements for others' validation. So, if this is what ooh. you, ooh. and so this is what you've relied on your whole life, or you didn't know you relied on it till now you're like, ah, yes, I see. And it's like, okay, where else will I get this? You're like, oh, you have to praise yourself. And then if you're like, well, that feels weird. It's like, yeah, because praise is weird. So instead, it's just always about being like, what do I like? And it's about just making yourself a list. It can be really secret because I imagine it will be embarrassing. But a secret list of things that you're like, this is a thing
2: I really like to do. That's just for me. Got taken out a few years ago uh, to afternoon tea. Mm. and was like, this is very off brand for me but I fucking love an afternoon tea. Thank you very much. In the most quaint tea shop imaginable. That's what I want. What's weird is you go like it's a bit weird to like that. It's not really something that or like people go like, "Oh, do you?" or like whatever. Like when I told someone I was like, "I I absolutely love afternoon tea." They're like, "I wouldn't have thought that." That's not an insult. No. That's just I wouldn't have thought that. We are humans. We contain multitudes. Like yeah. that's the fun of when you talk to someone and they come out with an interest or a hobby or a thing that they do or a thing that they eat that is not what you expected. It immediately makes that person more interesting because they're not doing what people pleasers do, which is where they you create a sort of two-dimensional facade of yourself. So then the people that you're talking to don't ever get to relate to you in any way because you never do anything other than exactly what is expected. In year nine, I remember we had to do a poster in French about
1: um, like, what do you like? Or like, what are your hobbies or some shit? And everyone had gone like, j'aime le shopping avec mes amis, you know, or whatever. Partly because we didn't know very much French and partly because you don't know anything about yourself in year nine and you want to be like, yeah, that seems cool for the poster, going to the cinema Mm. avec mes amis. And at the time I was, um, I had a pony and I was competing very competitively, every weekend. So my truth was actually not I ever went to the cinema with my friends because I never, ever did it. And it felt to me wildly indulgent and exciting because I was away competing every weekend. But I never, ever wrote that on my French because I didn't want people to know it, I think. And also I didn't know how to say all the words, le cheval, Horse. Fair du cheval. We, oui. fair du cheval. Oh, Trebian, Stevie. Faire I only cheval.
2: remember that because I said it and my defender was like, Yeah, have a horse. And I was like, Yes, the only thing I could remember to say. Oh, so, well done. Okay. Anyway, I do vividly remember a very
1: cool girl in my year. Absolutely. Boyfriend, into drugs, hang, hang out with the Charwell boys. Absolutely grade A, cool. Um, and not in a mean girl's way, in a like back of the bike sheds, cool. Wrote that she hangs out in the park with these old men and plays competitive Scrabble. And I remember being like, what? And that was her thing. That's what she did. And she was really, really good at Scrabble. And it blew my tiny year in mind of being like, people don't want you just to say the generic stuff. It's like, like what you like and own it. And it doesn't make you any less cool. And you can still hang out with the Charwell boys, but you can also Play competitive Scrabble because what's the most cool thing in the world is to be totally in tune with yourself and know what you like rather than trying to impress They or are the cool else.
2: people. Right? They are the people. And it's not like people pleasers definitely want to be cool, but they do definitely not want to stick out. Stick want out. We don't, we, want, we don't want to get it wrong. We don't want to get it wrong. You cannot get it wrong. And actually, the more honest you go the more right you get it. The more right you get it. Because people feel so relaxed because then they feel like they don't have to pretend. Whereas that's the thing, when you are with somebody who is pretending, you tense up because you feel like you can't say stuff now. Like you now can't say anything wrong because they're so on point with everything. They agree with everything. So then when you go... I disagree with anything they say, then you feel like you have like ruined the conversation. Okay, we're coming to the end
1: here. I just want to say my final thing about the owning your truth. (laughs) I was just remembering then as I was telling you that I never, ever told people about riding my pony, that I (laughs) told everybody, I went to a party the other day, got very drunk. People were like, I didn't know you rode. And I was like, yeah, I keep it very quiet. And then if someone was discussing the Olympics and the dressage to music and they were like, you've never done that. Have you done that? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then they were like, what was your song? And I was like, and my heart was like, don't tell them. And, I, and I've and never ever told anybody. And I was like... No, I don't know this. No, exactly. I didn't know you did dressage. I know. I didn't. I did three-day eventing, but I, as a subgroup, also sometimes did the dressage to music, just in case anyone listening is like, dressage? My music, my pony was called Andy. <laughs> and my song was... Dry your eyes, mates, by the streets. (laughs) That's amazing. I know. But he never told people because I was like, this isn't what's cool. What's cool is this. And so you never talk about your truth or the things that you were actually getting up to even though they are all cool if you just admit your <laughs> you just admit what you're up to. And so Andy in the streets, what
2: great.
1: He was ever I mean, so nervous. He was really nervous and once it came on the radio and he really calmed down. He loved Aww. it. And so we used to that was our song and we used that's was our that was what our routine was too. And Oh so, my god. <laughs> so, I would pay thousands to watch you do that. <laughs> I
2: know.
1: so so my point is like you let yourself be free of worrying like what other people want or what they're doing or or anything or like always second guessing or thinking like people won't want me there or it's like it doesn't matter you have one life you're gonna stop from this moment forward being a people pleaser guessing how you'll please the other people and you're going to please yourself
2: and if you can please yourself you will inadvertently please everyone so much better right everybody (laughs) this party loved my story oh yes. wow stevie well t- there was a lot i was that was the first ever part one and part two who knew it would be about people pleasing i thought that this was going to be sort of we we'll rattle through rattle it through, but, but we didn't out- have so much to do
1: if you would like to listen to a more depth and more coherent uh, analysis of this i strongly recommend the book please yourself by emma reed It is. Terrell very good as, as you got a lovely voice it's very nice as an audiobook if it's something if you prepared to listen but I'm sure it's delicious to look at <laughs> mm. <laughs> written down as well if you would like a different sort of audiobook
2: can we recommend our book oh yes we've, we've just finished doing the audiobook A lot of fun, um, a lot of extra sort of little quips and business um, in the audiobook. Post-chapter analysis. Yes, we'll have a lovely week. Next week we'll go back to doing sort of one episode per week rather than just touching it. We've opened the floodgates now you know seven parters like how to frame a picture seven parts could be yes and do email us if you've got a suggestion for a podcast episode Podcast at gmail.com thank you so much for listening thank you ever so much for being here and we will see you next week Goodbye. goodbye goodbye